0: will it take to modernize private lending and accelerate its growth over the next decade? It will involve more than a quick turnaround of funds. Welcome to the latest episode of In Debt with Ulrika Lobo. I am a director of Sparrow Loans, a private property lender in Australia. Let's talk about how product development in private debt can unlock opportunities for lenders and borrowers alike. Lenders need to transform their approach to loan products. Loans must be rebuilt to put clients first with a relevant finance arrangement that serves them. This will allow lenders to unlock lucrative opportunities and give them a foothold in the SME space. Rather than dated and derivative qualifiers, lenders need to deliver flexible arrangements that get to the core of borrower's needs. After all, what's good for the borrower is good for the lender. And by that, I mean what's profitable for the borrower and what makes good commercial sense for the borrower is going to be a good, secure and safe bet for a lender. First, let's touch on the essence of private lending. Private lending sits outside of traditional bank lending, thanks to different funding sources, different clients and different risk appetites. The key word here is different. While banks are known to shy away from borrowers that don't meet the norm, private lenders thrive off unique borrowers their larger risk appetite makes them more willing to take on complex loans and deals that require thought it's the key benefit of the industry private lenders get into the nuts and bolts of a deal forensically unpicking every detail until it makes sense banks may get into the forensics of the deal but they don't have to make it make sense because they've got plenty of options it needs to make sense at first glance think here of specialized assets that take time to understand or a special situation that you need to explain. This detective work adds a premium. Furthermore, private lending gives borrowers who find themselves estranged from the banks a second chance. Private lenders are more pragmatic and quick turnarounds also attract a liquidity premium as fast turnarounds drive value for the borrower. Private lenders built their models around these liquidity and complexity premiums, but have been relatively inflexible in their overall lending philosophy. This is undoing one of the main benefits of private lending. Private lenders can think outside the box. Forming solutions that suit the market will be far better than trying to make the market fit your funding solution. For private lending to thrive in 2023 and beyond, private lenders must embrace flexibility and lead the charge with SME finance. Unfortunately, SMEs are not in the best place right now, but that does create a gap for private debt. With inflation still well above target, rising cost of living pressures causing anemic demand, and high interest rates leading to a retreat of property values and credit, 2023 is a trying time for businesses. Every business is feeling the sting in some way. Yet, despite recent economic pressures, most SMEs remain self-funded. Data from MYOB reveals that nearly 75% of SMEs have not accessed finance in the last 12 months and don't plan on doing so in the next 12 months. It's a surprising figure that SMEs are finding finance inaccessible or unsuitable. SMEs find banks harder to work with because bank processing times become the bane of their existence and funds are often delivered posthumously. In a fast-moving world, we need to make faster credit decisions. In addition, SMEs need better finance solutions to open up expansion opportunities, new ventures and profitable investments. Loan products and private debt must help an SME meet its goals and have a fast turnaround. These adjustments will allow private lenders to tap into a vast segment of potential borrowers. According to the ABS, on 30 June 2022, there were 2,569,900 actively trading businesses in the Australian economy. In 2021 to 22, there was a net increase of 7% more businesses trading. That's an increase of 167,646 businesses trading in Australia. Overall, it was a 19.7% entry rate and a 12.7% exit rate. With thousands of new businesses starting every year and many more looking to scale up, targeting SME finance is a lucrative avenue for private lenders. Australia's entrepreneurial spirit is something all lenders should pay attention to. As a country, we are unique in our unabashed love for Aussie made products and small businesses. SMEs will drive unprecedented growth in loan generation as long as private lenders make a product fit for the market. This is where our 5Rs framework comes into play. Private lenders should follow this framework when designing loan products. Their products should be relevant, reliable, Repeatable, responsive, and responsible. These five R's of private debt product development form my private loan product development framework. Just remember, you heard it here first. So what do the five R's mean? A relevant loan product meets a current or expected future need. Lenders need to deliver something useful to their clients in order to attract their interest. It has to be fit for purpose. Reliable means that you can deliver your promised outcomes on time and as advertised. The next R is repeatable. This means that you can deliver a loan product time and time again to multiple businesses. Responsive means your loan products are flexible, adapting to movements in the market during the loan term. Your product has to serve the borrower through the term rather than just on entry. Finally, your loan must also be responsible delivering a balanced and fair product that benefits all parties, including the lender. It's a marked shift away from the old ways of business and paves the way for private lending in the long term. We must move away from dated, derivative and destructive product development drivers, the three don'ts of private debt. Dated means that it is irrelevant to the market or its future. Derivative means that you've adopted a framework and made a few changes that don't really add value to a borrower. And a destructive driver solely or predominantly benefits the lender without consideration of the borrower's position. A great example of where private lenders can adapt is in commercial property. In any given year, unforeseen disruptions can crush yields or send them skyrocketing. There's no greater example than office spaces and industrial property. Throughout our lockdowns, vacancy rates soared and rents plummeted to record lows. This decimated the returns of a once highly profitable segment of commercial property and increased the risk of default for some borrowers. Since the end of lockdowns, the return back to the office has been unequal. Some industries have embraced the working from home model wholeheartedly, while others have returned to the office. This makes yields volatile. On the other hand, industrial property boomed. The industrial sector posted a record rental increase of 23% nationally over 2022, the highest figure in over three decades. Surging demand for warehousing and logistics as online shopping grows in popularity supports the longevity of this industry. These figures reduce the risk profile for industrial property and should trigger changes to private loan products that target this segment. This underscores the need for flexibility and compromise when it comes to commercial property. Lenders need to look at the structural parts of each commercial property type and consider them on a case-by-case basis. Industrial property, caught in a pincer of rising demand and tightening supply, is likely to be a good security for many years. Office spaces, unfortunately, have a more uncertain future. These considerations should shape a lender's approach to commercial property products allowing them to deliver useful and valuable product offerings. As an industry, private lenders need to rethink their approach to product development. When designing your loan products, factor in the 5Rs and the 3Ds. You need to offer something relevant, reliable, repeatable, responsive, and responsible in all your products. This will allow private lenders to capture a wider net of prospective borrowers and accelerate their growth well into the future. Gone are the days of dated, derivative, and destructive loan products. This new era of private lending will require novel approaches that put client value first. And if you don't swim with the tide, you'll be taken under by the flood. Thanks for listening in to another episode of In Debt with Ulrika Lobo. Have a lovely weekend and I'll see you back here next week.